0: Today's guest is Justin Mortara, President and CEO of Enso Data. He joins HME News in 10 to talk about how the company's new strategic partnership with React Health allows its AI technology to cross over from the sleep testing to the sleep therapy space, maximizing its ability to make healthcare better. Mortara also discusses the importance of predicting versus reacting to a person's difficulty with CPAP therapy. I used to say everyone has a heart and we're doing good in cardiology, says Mortara, who trained as a physicist and ran a cardiology business in the med tech space for 20 years. And now I say everyone needs to sleep and we're doing good at ENSO data. This episode of HME News in 10 is brought to you by the HME Benchmarking Toolkit. The HME Benchmarking Toolkit is your comprehensive guide providing key metrics, performance indicators, and invaluable data to help you make informed decisions for your business. For more information and to purchase the toolkit, visit www.hmenews.com forward slash HME-benchmarking-toolkit.
1: I'm Liz Bollier. And I'm Teresa Flaherty. And this is HME News in 10 from HME News. Hi, Justin. Thanks for joining us today on HME News and 10.
2: Liz, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me.
1: So, Justin, since Enso Data is relatively new to the DME market, what's the company's origin story and what's your background?
2: Oh, ha- happy to share. Enso Data was founded in 2015 by three U- University of Wisconsin-Madison graduates. And they found their way into a sleep laboratory where a polythenography test was being performed. They saw the enormous amounts of waveform data being collected, and they learned how manual the process was to review those tests, how many tests were sitting in backlog to be reviewed, and how many patients were waiting by extension to get treatment. And right there, they saw an opportunity. To apply artificial intelligence, AI, to solve a problem, to help process those tests faster, to reduce the load on clinicians, and to make sure that patients were getting the treatment that they needed. My own background, much later, I didn't come onto the scene with Enzo Data until 2020, first as an investor, and then ultimately stepping into the CEO role in 2000 twenty two My background educationally is I'm trained as a physicist and then I ran a cardiology business in the med tech space for just about twenty years. After exiting that business, I was looking for my next challenge and found it in sleep medicine. Tremendous opportunity. I used to say that everyone has a heart and hence we're doing good in cardiology, and now I say, Everyone needs to sleep, and we're doing good at EnzoData.
1: I I love that. Uh, You mentioned waveform. You mentioned AI. Talk a little bit about the backbone of EnzoData's technology.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Happy to do that. And, and in fact, it's easy for everyone to understand why EnzoData has an edge. Because in everyday life, we're using AI. And the type of AI that we're using is generally related to images. That's what many of us are familiar with. We unlock our phones with our face. There's image recognition when we're searching the web. And that is then taken into medicine, diagnostic imaging, like radiology, automatically analyzing x-rays or MRIs. And so data's approach is a little different. We're looking at waveforms. Whereas, if we think about unlocking your phone with the image of your face, you can turn your head to the right, turn your head to the left, and it pretty much still looks like your head. In waveforms, think about a chart. You're running a business, and you're looking at a chart that goes up and to the right. That's generally how we like our trends. Our sales are growing up and to the right. If you turn that chart 90 degrees, all of a sudden your sales look like they're going. Down into the right. It changes. And understanding the difference between an image, which doesn't change meaning with rotation, turning to the left or to the right, and waveform, which can change meaning significantly by changing rotation, is the secret sauce, if you will, of Enzo data. Understanding how to apply AI to waveform data or time series data. Is our unique edge.
1: Interesting. So it sounds like the company you mentioned the origins of going into the sleep lab and seeing all the waveforms and seeing the potential to use AI with that. How how has the company sort of extended its reach into, you know, C, the CPAP therapy side and you know why did it see that was a good area to leverage technology to improve care and adherence.
2: Great question. You know, let me take a step back and explain a little bit more about ENZO data. One of our core values is to make healthcare better. One of the things that we saw as we were diagnosing more and more patients, aiding in that diagnosis, achieving over a million patients diagnosed with our AI, was we saw that the next step was also challenging. Those patients diagnosed with obstructive sleep apnea were then moving towards CPAP therapy. CPAP therapy is a challenging therapy for some. And what we learned was that patients really struggled. So going back to our core value of making healthcare better, we thought the job was unfinished. Simply helping to diagnose those obstructive sleep apnea patients was not enough we saw an opportunity in therapy to also help those same patients and to make sure that they had the resources and support they needed to be successful on therapy.
1: Yeah, how is the technology a good way to identify specifically patients who are struggling with sleep therapy?
2: Another good question. So first I'd like to point out The best way to do this is to identify patients that are likely to struggle before they really begin to struggle. Being proactive in intervening with patients is always better than being reactive. We know this in all aspects of medicine. It's also true that HME providers are faced with an extraordinarily daunting task. There are a tremendous number of their patients Going out on CPAP and following up with each and every one of them is simply not possible with current resources and current reimbursement. So we have to get smart. This is a classic opportunity to apply AI. Can we use AI to anticipate, to predict early on which of those patients out there? is going to struggle? Can we make sure that we get the right clinical resources and support coaching to those patients before they really fail CPAP? That's the application of AI. Using utilization patterns, other aspects of patient demographics and diagnostics, we can power that prediction and help get the coaches to the patients that need the coaching soon.
1: Yeah, I think that's an important distinction and kind of what's new here, right, Justin, is that you're, again, predicting, you know, which patients might have difficult difficulty with therapy. I think the industry currently is doing a lot to, once the patient is, you know, on therapy, kind of setting up red flags for, like, they're having difficulty and we need to step in, right? But this is even before the process starts.
2: Precisely right, Liz. That's the essence of the idea. And also being certain to reduce, if you will, you mentioned red flags, false alarms. I'll give an example. Consider someone who is a very good weekday CPAP user, but then on a Friday night and maybe Saturday night, they don't use their CPAP. But this is a pattern they have. It's a pattern that they repeat week after week after week. Is this worthy of an intervention? Could they do better? Of course, they could do better. We could always all do better. But if they're really good on the week and maybe struggle on the weekend, that might not be as important as getting to that patient that's showing signs of real struggle, real sporadic utilization. We want to make sure we're prioritizing the right patients to get to. And that's part of applying AI, training on 100 million-plus CPAP nights of data.
1: It's one thing to have this data and another thing another thing to do something with it, right? I mean, what is the impact of actually, you know, using this technology, having this data and acting on it?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, our our view is clearly back to making healthcare better. Our objective here is to help increase compliance, adherence to path therapy, raise that multiple percentage points for patients and for their DME providers, and then reduce the number of unnecessary interventions triggered by reactive flags, if you will, the reduction in that reaching potentially 25% to free up resource to then have that resource deployed to getting to the patients that really need it. And ultimately, if we measure this in terms of patient benefit, it's treating sleep apnea, which rides along as a comorbidity on so many other diseases that it needs to be addressed. We need to keep patients on therapy. We need to help them succeed. So, long term, it's all about the patient. and helping us get them to a happier, healthier place.
1: Yeah, I mean, the reason we're in this place is through a strategic partnership that Enso Data has with React Health. Talk a little bit about why, you know, that's not only a good way to increase accessibility to this technology, but kind of a necessary thing too, right?
2: No question. After all, artificial intelligence on its own is fascinating for those of us who are uh, research oriented in nature. It is deeply stimulating to see what's possible. But ultimately, back to our core value of making healthcare better, we don't make it better unless the AI becomes integrated into real world tool sets that providers are using
0: every day
2: to help with managing their patients. React Health provided a unique opportunity for these tools to be integrated into their platform. Their open architecture approach enabled us to easily bring the power of our AI adherence predictions to the Connect Health platform, and we are very excited about helping that be a platform that ultimately impacts patients because AI by itself does not do that.
1: Right, right, well said. Give us a peek just to close things up here, Justin. What's next for ENSO data in the world of AI and sleep therapy?
2: Lots of exciting things, but broadly speaking, Enzo data started in diagnosis, in the diagnostic pathway, and now we're connecting, reaching across to therapy. We've talked about CPAP. There are other therapies, of course, as well, oral appliance therapies, neuromodulation therapies. We are interested in becoming the bridge between diagnosis and therapy across all those modalities to ultimately impact more patient lives, to bring the data from diagnostics to therapy and therapy back to the diagnosing physician. Ultimately in that way, we believe we will succeed in our mission and leave the world a better place than it started.
1: Great. Well, it's been awesome to have you on the podcast, Justin. Appreciate your time.
2: Thank you so much, Liz. It's been wonderful chatting with you.
1: And that's HME News in 10.